welcome back. We are the Our Village Needs podcast. We are having a birth story today. So we have the lovely Taylor here um, and she's going to let us know all about her birth story with her beautiful little girl, Dixie. So hi, Taylor, again. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming in and sharing your birth story. I know that birth stories sometimes we may not feel comfortable to share mm-hmm. but I love that you're comfortable to share so I will just let you go for it okay I'm like okay where to start my brain yeah. back there I'm so excited uh, to hear it but yeah you this is you got the floor now <laughs> thank you okay so uh Dixie's two now so yeah two years ago first pregnancy birth um we started our journey like everyone does we were, I was a bit unsure of how to start the journey I was mindful of again the systems and making sure everything was sort of done on my terms um really green to that though so we got the referral from the doctor I went to the Bulger hospital started there um, me and my husband walked in and was like this is not right this mm-hmm. is a shit show we had a midwife that just wasn't who we needed yeah um so we walked out of there and thought no perfect we've made that decision we're not birthing here we're hiring a doula and we will source birth elsewhere yep um so I was really lucky one of my beautiful girlfriends Kelsey told me um that she did all of her midwife appointments up at Mullaney Hospital which was great um, and it is a secret hack to any mother in this area. Okay. They are amazing. You can just call them and say, this is what's going on. And they'll talk you through it, whether to come up or not. Yeah. They're insanely amazing. So we transferred up there, did our midwife appointments there. They were a beautiful team of two. Um, and then we decided we were going to birth at SKU. Um, okay. And that did undertook some navigating and bending some rules, but we got in there, changed some addresses, say we were living at other places yep. where we weren't. Yeah, go do what you um, do. Exactly. <laughs> but we got there and it was great. So pregnancy was beautiful. Like every woman, it was had its times where it was tricky, but I was pretty, pretty lucky. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, we worked very mainly closely yeah, with my doula, Bron, from Kindred um birth she was amazing and she still does amazing work she's out of the birth work now but incredible so she did sessions with me and Brandon um on yeah our mindset birth itself what the body did how it functioned how Mm. it helped us understand all of the things um helped us understand the system itself um knowing decisions that were going to be made um helped us write a pretty basic but clear birth intentions um which was amazing um and yeah so that whole chapter of pregnancy and prepping for birth was fantastic Mm. and we worked really hard to get our mindsets where they were and everything clear and just hunky-dory with where we felt powerful and in control yeah so that was the biggest thing for us that was a game changer and that's where I think well, I know our amazing birth came from yeah. the work we did with Bron mm. and the work we did on ourselves and pre like all the education, the books, all that. It was all it was all needed. So now I think a birth book is silly. Read the books, do the yeah. thing, educate, educate, <laughs> educate. So because yeah, I had a friend tell me you don't throw a party, the biggest party of your life, and you don't plan it. Yeah, imagine this is your party. 
we want to plan it and not plan it. We want to be, we want to know things. We want to know who's catering. We want to know who's doing the balloons. We want to know all the things. So I had that in my head and I said, yeah, I need to know everything about this party we're about to have. Um, so when we came to labour, uh, 39 weeks to the day, just in the backyard poking around, still had a few things as I was finishing up, tying up business stuff to then go on maternity leave. Yeah. So I was doing a bit of running around town. Um, Brandon was actually down at my parents working on the excavator, doing some work. So I was poking around. I went to Jellas, snuffing the brownie, did all these things and my contractions have sort of started about lunchtime, just gently as they do, sort of yeah. 10 minutes in between. You think, oh, I just have a moment and have mm. a breath, but I'm okay. Mm. Rang Bro and she said, this can go on for days, so just oh, okay. cruise. Yep. I was like, yep, perfect, good. And you were sort of relaxed I about so that. Relaxed. You went like, oh, it's time. Yes, and that was the thing. That's where she had <laughs> us so prepped because it was like, yeah, cool, it's not yep. a problem. Um, and I had had Braxton Hicks through this pregnancy, so that tightening, I was just like, okay, it's all right. Um, I had a good show of that beforehand, yep. so I was like, all right. And so just continued to potter um, and did that. Then it got a bit more intense, so I decided to get in the car, drive down to mum and dad's, be there with Brandon. Mum and dad lived in Limbo, which was convenient because we were birthing at Sunny Coast, so yep. sort of just up the highway. Um, and then the intentions were to labour there for as long as at Alimba, at Alimba, yeah. um, as long as we wanted. So um, that was really easy. Mum and Dad's home, lovely garden. So just outside, sort of going with it. Brandon was still on the excavator for a while, yep. and it was like, okay, I think you should get off now. Yeah. Um, just sort of doing a few little things. My sister was there. My mum was there. Dad was there. Like the whole family was really nice. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, in and out of the shower, and then we called Bron and said, okay, I think we're this is happening. Um, it was during COVID, so we couldn't, she couldn't actually oh, be with okay. us in the birth. Yeah. So um, what year was this? 21? 2021? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we just gone into some weird lockdown again as it ha- kept happening. Yeah. Um, so Bron came to home to mum and dad's. We just kept doing the things and then we made the choice, get in the car and go to the hospital. This and, and Bron couldn't go with you to the hospital? She couldn't, but oh, we were convoying. God. So there was myself, which is the best part. I love this part. There was my dad driving Brandon in the back with me and then, yeah, me in the back. And because when I get, I don't know, anything, I'm like I vomit. So I've got oh, the bag, wow. yep, so I'm vomiting. Nothing wild. And I think it wasn't wild because I can vomit quite often in my life. I'm yep. just like, oh, I'm a little stressed. Bleh. Oh, really? Um, wow. Yeah, so I'm a bit of a vomiter. Um, so that just happened and, like, that was sort of easy. And the vomiting actually really helped, like, my book body cope and natural I don't know wow, it was strange okay. so that was only happening on the drive sort of thing and mm. and then it was just funny so dad was cool calm and collected Brandon knew he had to be cool calm yeah. and collected, so he was doing a good <laughs> job and I was it was just hilarious because as your women know it comes in a surge and then it goes and yeah. you're just like this normal person in between so I yeah. would be in the back like <laughs> and like groaning through this contraction and then it would go and I'd be like oh my god look at all these roadworks here when did they do that and I feel like Brandon and dad were just spinning out like nothing's going on it was just so that was that was gold um and then 
So there was us in the car, there was Bron behind us, Adula, there was my mum and sister in the car as well. So it was this full convoy of yep. three that no <laughs> one could actually come in with us. Oh, um, my God. And how did you feel about that knowing that you couldn't have Bron in there with you? Did that sort of derail you a bit? Because I imagine it would yeah, be like, at oh, first, when we first knew, because um, we'd had that conversation, again, prep, prep, prep. So mm. we had the conversation, if we go into a lockdown, I can't be in there. So yeah. like, okay, that's all right. And But in that moment it was like, oh, but she had us that prepped that we didn't need her. Like we okay. actually, okay. Brandon knew his role, yep. I knew, and really reflecting back, if we did have her in there, I don't know how it would have fit. Like obviously she'd fit where she yeah, knows where yeah, to but fit. But it was sort of second was, nature yeah, by that point. It wasn't, was it? it wasn't needed at all um, and I'm super grateful for her for that, mm. um, that, yeah, we just walked in. So she's put exactly that much confidence yes. into you guys that you just you yeah. can do it. We were. We were. Unstoppable. Oh, awesome. Yes. All right. So, so, yeah, so getting to the hospital. We get there. Contraction's still happening um, and they're quite frequent now, like quite, I don't know, I don't remember any numbers, but we were. it was happening. So we walked upstairs and as you do, you're getting there and you're like, all right, this is Taylor and she's birthing and this is what. And Bron went upstairs with us to that part, like sort it all out. And as you know, if anyone's been in that situation, she's staying there and they're like, okay, what's your address? What's your name? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Your date of birth. And you're staying there like, how about about this baby? Yep. And they're just <laughs> like, ah, what's your postcode again? But oh, um, so that bit. Do I that later. Literally, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. But I love that because I, from talking to so many women, like, I remember that moment too. It's like, what the hell? Like, yeah. She's asking me these stupid yeah. questions. <laughs> so we went in and we had our beautiful um, intentions that we handed to the midwife and we walked in and it was just bliss. We asked to be left alone. We asked for a lot of things. Um mm. We didn't do any, like, no vaginal checks. We didn't do, we pretty much didn't do anything. Yeah, we so just there. wanted to be just left, just be. Yeah. So just we be went there. in, we um, laboured in the shower, did a wee on the toilet, got stuck on the toilet as you do. You're just <laughs> like, okay, back in the shower and just back and forth, movement, all that. Then it came to time where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to get in that bath. We had a beautiful water birth and oh. it was just magic. Like there was no, and from anyone that's had a water birth, you will know from get it, getting in that water, that yeah. pressure that it takes off, you're just literally yeah. like, all right, this is bliss. This is amazing. So we did that. So it was just beautiful. We got to the hospital at 6 o'clock and I birthed her uh, maybe 6.30 and we birthed her at 8. And this is at night? At night. Wow. So So sort of quick too. It was quick and it was just perfect. So natural labour, let it all progress how it needed to. Mm. Um, There was moments where definitely there was one moment I remember where my mindset slipped and I thought I can't do this and then Brandon caught me and pulled me back. And I think he was just reading the affirmations like he put around. Mm. And is that sort of in transition when you get to, was that, were you at that point Yes, of transition where that's where you're starting to say, I can't do it. Yeah, it was this moment. We're going home. Yeah, it was this moment of, (laughs) okay, all right, this is is hectic. Um, And he just pulled me back. He said, I think, like I said, read an affirmation card, but something like each search brings this baby closer. You're like, you're right. It does. It does. And so that just pulled me right back and then we were back um, and, yeah, and it was it was amazing. Like I love labour. It was it was mm. uncomfortable. 
yeah, um, but it was it was divine. And yeah, the birth was fantastic. And then um, the third stage was with the placenta. We got out of the bath, and I just lied on the bed with Dixie, and she did. Um, we'd done a lot of um, work. Um, well, I suppose study. We'd use the Thompson method for breastfeeding, which I love. Okay, so and what's that? So it's just a um, a beautiful organization. And they run, um, you can buy their packages and they do have all this amazing knowledge and information mm. and videos on breastfeeding mm. and so breastfeeding and what to do pre-baby, what to do, what's baby, like those first, the golden hours and what to do yeah. after. Yeah. So we we done that and I highly recommend it to anyone to yeah. have a baby and has the intentions of breastfeeding. It helped us. So when she was born, we knew exactly what to do. We did the breast crawl, crawled up my belly latched Isn't and then, amazing they just oh, know they do and that's Unreal. the thing if you just leave it to how it needs to be yeah it just does its thing it's just insane yeah. um latched and then within I don't know I think it might have been 20 minutes placenta's birthed um, and how was that compared to birthing um, um Dixie it was actually well you ladies know like when those contractions start again you're just like oh here we go again but it was <laughs> It actually, which is hilarious, but I just literally coughed <laughs> and it came out. So oh, like, that's lovely. That's perfect. Easy. Uh, yeah. Done. So it was like, Brandon was like, um, what is that? I'm like, that's the placenta. And he was like, I think I'm just going to have to go for a walk now. It's like, go for He didn't it. like the look of it. <laughs> uh, he, he is us, like, doesn't do any of that anyway. Yeah. Um, so he was, and I didn't know. I was like, you were amazing. He's like, I was freaking out the whole time. I nearly passed out so many uh. times. But, he knew that his job was to hold it together for me. So yeah. in that time he did it. And then once it was all out, he was just like, okay, go for a hold and get the man. <laughs> so he did. And obviously in that moment I'm feeling Dixie and I'm in bliss land and the midwives came in and um, then we did the delayed cord cutting and all that sort of stuff. So we just hung out there for an hour or so oh, and then so um, cut the cord and they go, Ren, do you want to cut the cord? And he's like, oh, no. Annoying, yeah. So I um I cut it and oh you cut yeah, the cord cut and the how cord. is that? How did it feel? It's spongy. I've heard yeah, I've heard yeah, it's spongy. It's a bit like oh, like tough sort of. Scissors in yes, it. yeah. So that um we had a I had a second degree tear. So in that moment they stitched me up, um which was the worst part of the whole. Birth. Yeah, oh like, I bet uh, it's it's the needles to numb you down there like really those, I was just like holy hell this is this is wild. worse than worse, worse than, than a unmedicated yes. like a complete yes unmedicated so I was birth. like because wow. I was thinking I've done this like I just birthed this child yeah stitch yeah. me up I don't care and then they did that I was like holy hell this is hectic wow. so it was but you're in the moment with your babies so just like you weren't even giving it attention and it was just like oh, oh yeah literally <laughs> So that and then, yeah, everything was just beautiful. We actually got my uh, placenta encapsulated. So this was actually my oh, favourite part of the story. I looked into that when I was having Camden and oh. I, it, no, I never, didn't end up doing it, but I did look into it. But, yeah, tell it's me. It's amazing. I recommend anyone doing it. So this is the funniest bit because I told Brandon originally, I'm going to get my placenta encapsulated. And he's always like, why do we always have to do this? With this <laughs> and why can't we just be normal and then I would explain what normal is I'm like well sometimes normal comes with this and it comes with that and it comes with trauma and it comes with this wildness so this is why we're doing it and this is what I'm doing yeah exactly (laughs) and so he's like we can do that as long as I have nothing to do with the placenta oh he wasn't keen to have a tablet tablet and so I was like okay that's no worries so Bron was supposed to be there and be the placenta 
run a downer and it all actually gets okay. done like I assume a blood uh, uh, drug deal so they yeah. put it in a bucket on ice for us and I said to Brandon you're gonna have to do the placenta Bron's not here um the lovely ladies in the car park waiting you're just gonna have to take it down he was like this was my one rule I'm not doing the placenta <laughs> and anyway he didn't carry on in that moment he's like oh God, I can't believe I'm doing this but okay yeah so he runs down with his bucket on ice to um the lady to give her the placenta and he's like and then you just do this deal. Here's the bucket, and I'll get it to you back in like 48 hours. Yeah, because um, I imagine it's got to sort of keep it fresh it and yeah. get it. Yeah, and because I know a lot of people love keeping them to plant or anything. And, I wish and I'd stuff done like that. that. Yeah, yeah so I wish I'd done that. She did, which is so beautiful. I'm going to get it done again and again. Um, um, the blood print of your placenta on this beautiful piece of paper, <gasps> yeah. and she's sort of drawn all around the outside. It's stunning. So she did that, mm. and then she encapsulated it for me, and. Having it encapsulated was my game changer. Like it really? helped wow. my hormones. It helped my energy levels. Yeah. Anytime I was feeling flat, helped my milk supply like crazy. Wow. Um, which then too much I had to cut back because I just was milk galore. Wow. Yeah, so okay. It is like it's just like power food. It's just pure yeah. goodness full of all the good stuff that we need yeah. um, to recover with. So, yeah. Because mm, I've heard both. I've heard that it can be like what mm. you're saying and I've also heard that it's, um, it's pretty much a waste, you know, by the time it's out of your body, it's a waste yeah. thing. So you yeah. don't want to be taking it yeah, as a, yeah, as a capsule, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've heard both, yes. but it worked wonders Amazing. for you by the sound of it. And when you, again, reflect on animals and what they do, like, mm. I always do that with my parenting and my life and birth. It's like, what are that? What did the animals do that haven't been disrupted by yeah. the shit show? And yeah, they all be wow. their placenta. They will do it. So it's like, oh, yeah. this is powerful stuff. I'm going to take it. And yeah. it was, yeah, it was great. Like I said, it was like my power medicine. And then we got, um, stayed in the hospital for the night, got home the next morning, uh, next day. Yeah. Oh, because you birthed that. Yes, you yeah, birthed that night. So, yeah. Yeah. So we got home the next morning. And from there, it was just great. Like I had my tribe, which was a big thing, my village mm. um, around me. So I'd been working with Neil closely through pregnancy, helping me with my hormones and labor and all those things so on the other side I think it was three days postpartum he came to home and treated me wow. there which skipped baby blues and skipped a lot of things that helped oh, that huge wow. hormone drop um so we just and with acupuncture and yeah with acupuncture oh um I had a beautiful girlfriend Sammy which every mum knows that dropped off food so we had that many beautiful she's a beautiful cook with mm. high intentions in her food. So we had freezer full of food and oh, and those things are really what's important, that was important. And like through pregnancy I did mm. a lot of body work with beautiful girl, um, Harley up the coast that I'll go and see again with every pregnancy I have because mm. it's just magic. Having those people in your village around you, you yeah, as you know, is yeah. needed that are out of that system. Um, then we had Bron who was amazing. So mm. she was there, she'd cook us meals, she'd hang out with Dixie and I'd have she'd bring a sound lounge up and I'd have some healing time and wow. and that and she made me beautiful herbs and I was steaming and all that sort of stuff so it was just oh, wow. beautiful and, and I guess it would set that foundation you'd be better better equipped to cope with like the sleep deprivation yes the what the hell's wrong yeah. with this kid why is it still crying like yeah. all that sort yeah. of stuff because we were well rested so there wasn't well mm. we were you weren't well rested but we were well nourished yeah so our body so it's sort of made up for not yeah. being well rested so, yeah and that's what has forever been the thing that I've been able to show up for Dixie even though we don't get the sleep but 
hundred percent because we are mm. we live a beautiful lifestyle. Like well, Brandon, he worked his butt off for us to live this beautiful lifestyle. Yeah. But <laughs> we have slow days. We have good food. We look after beautiful. ourselves. We've got our village that supports all of us, herself mm. and me. So whoever I need to be as a mum, I can mindfully show up as her instead of being like, holy shit, this is too much because it's it's never too much because I'm not empty. I'm, I mean, I'm not overflowing with shitty wildness. Mm. I'm I'm centred and ready to oh, just be a mum. And that's mom. the ultimate goal, isn't it? That it is, is yeah. Goal. What a beautiful first experience. Like, it was amazing. Oh, my gosh, you must want to have so many kids. <laughs> if I it's do. been so good, you I must do. just want to go more, more, more. Oh, I do. And we I don't are. blame you with an experience like that. I do not blame you. <laughs> it was beautiful. And then this is why, again, like my work that I do with women through their pregnancies is so important to me because I do acknowledge how much work Bron put into us and how hard we did work. Mm. And like she was a doula and lots of people don't know what that is or don't know where to source them or they are like you have to pay. It's an out-of-pocket fee that can be quite large. So lots of people don't put that in. So that's why it's like if I can get the mindset of my mum's right at a smaller cost and easier and more more accessible without having to do that outlay, Mm. then that's where it comes from because it's just, yeah, Mm. it's important and a beautiful birth. Like I just loved it and Mm. looking forward to everyone next. Oh, it sounds beautiful. Was there anything in labour, any techniques, positions that sort of got you through those surges the best, like helped you cope the best? Um, I think really mine was the water. Like yep. I am a huge water person all through uh, uh, pregnancy and all that. It was water. So being in the shower, having that water on my body, and it was just the hip movements. Like I didn't I didn't do all fours. I didn't get around. Mm. I didn't have a ball. I had nothing. I just had my water and my breath, and I just, yeah, it was just organic movements. Yeah. Like, yeah. like and we had a um, playlist that I had, and so it was a bit of dancing to that and just moving my body to mm. what it needed in that moment. Mm. And that took practice as well. Like that's something that I like to say to my mums I'm working with now, like do that now, find that playlist that feels good for you um, and move your body to it so that when you're in that um, that well, birth world, mm. when you're going through that rite of passage that music comes on and your body will go this is what I this is what I need to do and this is what feels good and just letting it go and not worrying about what anyone else is thinking or doing Mm. it's like this is me I'm in this space and I'm unstoppable how did you go healing healing was healing was good I let my body do what it needed to do like I said Bron had beautiful herbs for me we did a lot of I did a lot of yoni steaming afterwards Mm. um did a lot of and that helped with the stitches yeah stitches stitches, healing um healing any like soreness internally and that for me um so that's another amazing medicine to have in your toolkit Mm. um and then I did a lot of like free bleeding like I didn't want to uh, so tower around us and just sitting and we Dixie was born in August so it was this glorious day so we're yeah. out in the sun and we just luckily we had no neighbors because me and her were just out there and just do what we want to do lying on the mats and just letting my body heal with the sunlight good water mm. and rest and that was it like it was amazing yeah, um yeah. so I was super proud of it like definitely 
was sore afterwards. Mm. Like I had um, some great belly wraps that helped support everything back and like it's like you know, obviously your body's just run a marathon. So yeah. you're just like, oh, my God. Um, but nothing too wild. So I was very grateful for that, like mm. the standard bleeding for however many weeks we did and, and that sort of stuff. But, yeah, it was mm. it was pretty good. The first, the worst thing was, which I remember, was that first poo. After oh, it's Bobby. terrifying. It was. I was just like, and I remember Bren having Dixie and coming in. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, I feel like I'm birthing again because everything's Yeah, and you're sore. worried you're going to bust something yeah. open. Oh, my God, I remember. So I remember that and that being hell. So now I'm like to any of my mums, drink your pear juice, drink your thing, like soften as much as you can. I'm so happy for you that you had that Thank experience. That, that's the kind of experience I would have loved oh. the first time around. So to have that your first time around. Yeah. But that also came, Shona, like I said in the past podcast, from knowing the birth, hearing the birth trauma stories and yeah. being like, that's not what I want. Like, yeah. sorry, still hearing the bad stories and deciding that's not my story. Mm. And that's where the motivation That's what I was like the it. second yeah, time exactly. around because I just thought I'm having another baby. I am not yeah. going to go through what I went through last exactly. time. I'm but, not going to go on about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> But I love, I love that you had such a good experience and thank you so much for for sharing it. Thank you. I love it. I love so sharing much. it. So yeah. thank you. Uh, oh, I can see why you love sharing yeah. it. <laughs> I would too. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on and spending such a big block of time <laughs> and doing this. Oh my God. I'm so happy. Thank you so this much. This has I'm really filled too. my cup. It has. I'm like, this I was is Saturday ex- vibes. I know. I was now. expecting to just be so nervous and like just want to hurry up and get through it, but I've loved it. Oh, good. Thank you. I have yeah. too. Oh, so, I'm so glad. So All right. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. And thank you for everyone that's listened to the Our Village Needs podcast. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.